solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 19, The Silver Doe. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And this is Potter Watch. This is Thought for Your Thoughts. And I'm filling in for Alex. And Alex is filling in for Molly. Oh. Welcome to another episode. Like I said, I'm watching a lot of Parks and Rec. Like you said to me privately, not to the listeners, but now they know too. Yeah. We're we're in different energies because I've been watching a lot of friends, which is a different energy than Parks and Rec. Um, but both like have the same like comfort uplifting spirit, I feel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just in terms of like um the comedic pacing is different. For sure. Um, yeah, so we're doing um, chapter 19, The Silver Doe. That silver doe, though, am I right? I was about to say, <laughs> that's that silver hoe. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, Lily. I'm at that no doe district. is being created against her will, I would say. <laughs> nice. Meant no disrespect. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> what did you rename it, though? I, <laughs> I renamed this chapter The Prodigal Third Returns. Oh my gosh, I love that. Amazing. Um, mine is just familiar face. Who I wonder who that could be. Well, it was also supposed to represent the doe. No, the doe, the doe. Of course, the doe. The doe. <laughs> um, was there a doe featured in this chapter? I vaguely remember. <laughs> um my haiku is bad, so. Vine is utter nonsense. But it's just not good. So just know that going in. Okay. It um okay. A doe and a sword. Friendship proves itself once more. <laughs> Her righteous fury. Exclamation point. I mean, that was all three parts, I would say. Yes. Um, I was trying to do a thing originally. I also realized that I didn't do the last line until, and I just did it just now. Um, and I kind of lost the thing I was doing halfway through. So it's utter nonsense. I'm ready. Follow the white doe. We're off to collect the sword. Ron found his way home. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the white doe. Follow the white. Rod's on his way home. Follow the Um, but we get it. <laughs> I love. I love. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we both did what it was supposed to do. We summarized the chapter. Okay. We all know what chapter we're talking about. And what a chapter it is. 
I have some thoughts that I will maybe reserve till the very end, but. Oh, do you not like this chapter? Yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll just say it now, but. Say I, it, say it now because I love this chapter. I, I, I think it is wild. Right. That's what my main note is. I'm like, what was she who must not be named on for this chapter? Because it is like buck wild. It is so funny. It is so funny. Uh, 10 out of, I'm going to spoil. I gave this chapter 250 points. Holy mackerel. I thought Holy it was stitches. so, I, it was literally in stitches. I laughed out loud. I thought it was so funny. Um, <clears throat> I just like, People make fun of her because they're like, oh, she like stopped having an editor after like the yeah. or whatever. And this is one of those chapters that was like, this would have never flown early on. Like this makes no fucking sense. Okay, I know. But that's why I love it. I think I gave it so many points because I just was so here for the, like, it's like it's from a completely different book. Like, it's, I'm like, who is this fan fiction? What is this J.K. Rowling? All of light went inside of me. It went inside me. And I could feel it in my chest. And, and then I knew that I needed to operate. It is a metaphor for my boners for you. And, oh, hey, Harry. Didn't Hi. Hey, Harry. Hermione's ghostly form slithered around Harry like a snake. Wow. <clears throat> I just, I feel as if this chapter is buck wild and I am here for every single part of it. But let's, I was also in like such a weird mood. So I was like, I would say a little bit high when doing my notes. So that might be why I loved it so much. But not like actual high, but um, I have a very strong reaction to melatonin and I needed to take some last night. And then I had to wake up early this morning to do my chapter reading, my homework. So I woke up and I was still in my melatonin hazy state listening to this chapter. And I was in such a fun, weird headspace. I laughed. I cried. Things were wild. <laughs> I can't wait to get into it. Let's I'll let's happy Ron's back. I was like, this is why I cried. Like I cried out of joy. I was literally like, I here, let's just get into it. Um well, how, my version actually has to do with what we were just talking about, like watching like a comfort TV show, like Parks and Rec or Friends. And here's Hermione reading The History of Magic for maybe the hundredth time. Look, she is stressed. She needs to read her comfort. You're exactly right. I mean, that's not, it's not like Hogwarts a history level, but she's like <laughs> definitely doing a reread. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay, I have a cue about the temples. Are we to believe that this is not like a pop and go magic tent? 
Hermione was like, I removed the tent poles. And I'm like, this is a magical tent that is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. I'm not seeing you guys putting it up with tent poles. And then, and then like, they were like, oh, we've been apparating and disapparating using the invisibility cloak. But then if it has tent poles, then they have to take down the tent before they can disapparate somewhere. Well, when they're like, oh, I guess they can, they have their protective enchantment. But I guess they like take down their protections when they're about to apparate. Um, That makes sense. I guess. I don't know. But I was like, I, I just call bullshit on the temples. I don't think there are any temples. I think you just, it fits into like a compact square thing and then you like tap it with your wand and it poop, poops up and it's there. I kind of believe it though. Cause I feel like even when they went camping, I know that Mr. Weasley was like, we're going to do everything like muggles, but I feel like they did kind of like, there were like muggle elements to a lot of the stuff at the campground in general. That's true. I just feel like, it's so much bigger on the inside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense to me that you do it the way you do like regular camping. Like you feed those wobbly holes through that. Like it just, I don't believe it. Okay. I think you like erect the outside like a normal tent, but it still has that like charm on the inside. And I bet you could. I'm just saying there are muggle tents that are pop and go. I bet you could do it by magic, but they must like take it down and then have to like put the tent poles away or something. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why I out of their mind. They need an activity. I know. I don't know why I was so like hung up on this, but I was just like, that just seemed so odd to me. Um. So Harry's, like, not getting a lot of sleep. Right. Which is probably why he makes the terrible decision to follow. Could have been in his head for all we know. Right. That's what I said. I was like, Harry, are you just talked about how tired you are. Are you sure you're not imagining this, Joe? This is a bad idea. Also, like, I never thought about this. I didn't have a note about this, but... He's leaving Hermione by herself without a wand. He has Hermione's wand. It's dumb. It's all around dumb. Like he needed to do it. And Snake was probably like, he's dumb enough to do it. Or maybe he thought Ron would get it. I don't know. But. It's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. And and he goes sans invisibility cloak. He just like up and leaves. He's on the run. He knows people are after him. And he was like, oh, somebody clearly magical conjured this toe. I should follow it, I think. Like that could have been literally anyone trying to kill him. He was like, I've got a good vibe from this toe. And I feel like we're really like, um, like we're it's like very soon after this whole Nagini deadly deathly hallows thing where right like I could trust this one yeah I had a good vibe about Basilda let me just blindly follow her you're exactly right I didn't even think about that like 
too, way too soon, Harry. Stupid. And like, I think it's sweet because it's like, he must trust it because it's like mom energy. Like, it's got Lily's energy, I guess. Does he even say? No, he doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't like know Lily was a doe. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he feels it. Like he's feeling her energy. Like that's what he's trusting is his like mom, basically. Yeah, I guess. It's not even her Patronus. I know, I know. I guess it's like supposed to represent. Snape's. I don't think Harry has that same maternal like connection with La Snop. I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to believe, though, that he is catching that. Yes, yes, yes. But I had kind of a sad note that I'm like a little bit surprised that Snape can even produce a Patronus. Like he seems too sad to be able to do it. It's his slight sociopathic tendencies. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He doesn't have sociopathic tendencies. He clearly cares a lot. He has a lot of feelings. Um, No. um, I think it makes sense. (laughs) He's really good at magic. He also, like... I think he is sad... But he was, like, capable of evil things. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a darkness in him before he betrayed Lily. Which, I don't, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that his, you can't be evil and sad. I'm just saying, like. Well, I only, I'm not even talking about that. I just mean, like. I know, I'm just saying, like. You have to be. He was already, he put. Like, he regrets putting them in harm way. He feels guilty about it, obviously, and he wants to repent. But, like, he did do it, you know? I I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. You're, you're talking about how he might be too sad to produce a Patronus. And I'm saying that, like, I feel like he doesn't... Like, he clearly feels strongly about what he did, but I don't think he internalizes it enough to the point that he couldn't I don't know. I guess I'm trying to make the point that I feel like his heart has is a bit cold because he's not a good person. But even then, I'm saying, like, how do you produce a Patronus if you don't have, like, joyful thoughts? And I'm saying, like, he doesn't have very many joyful thoughts, if any. But I feel like Voldemort can produce a performance, a Patronus. You never see Voldemort making a Patronus. That's true. Remember when, remember our, we don't, <laughs> our theory that Lord Voldemort cannot operate. Um, I mean, because they make, she makes the claim later that, like, George can never make a Patronus. See, that, that's what I'm saying. That makes sense to me, because... All of George's good memories are wrapped around Fred. And I would say all of Snape's are wrapped around Lily. Yike. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about it. I was like, I, I think he's probably just like maybe motivated to like fulfill his little. Yeah, memory. I would say all of his worst memories are also wrapped around Lily, though. It's like, well, I guess he was abused, so probably not. But like. I think he's, like, good enough at magic. Yeah, that probably makes sense. You're right. I don't know why I'm arguing this. No, but never seen it, so. I'm just saying we've never seen Voldemort and his Patronus in the same place. 
write us if we're wrong. Um, okay. Did Snape have to go this hard? I don't believe it was necessary to put the sword at the bottom of a frozen lake. Yeah, let's break this down. Let's break it down. Because here's the beginning of J.K. Rowling. I'm not sure if this makes sense. Well, I think it started with the dough, following the dough. But we'll let that one pass. But what? Explain to me the magic of the sword. Right. Because it, explain that. First of all, explain to me the magic of the sword. Okay, so you have to do a brave act to get it. And I don't see how jumping into a freezing cold lake is considered a brave act. The brave act is Ron. So I'm like, did Snape know that Ron was like lurking? Or- also, what brave act did Snape do to retrieve the wand? The, the sword. The sword. Snape just has it and is giving it to him. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is the sword going to disappear if Harry tries to use it and he didn't do a brave act first? Like, when's the statute of limitations? Harry does a brave act every day. I think the sword, like, (laughs) chills until it's needed. And so right now it's just, like, chilling. But, like, if Snape tried to use it, I don't think it would work like it's intended to. Hmm. Okay. And I think that's what Harry, like, kind of... That's why Harry wants Ron to get rid of the Horcrux, although we really... She who must not be named just wants Ron to get rid of the Horcrux. Just like later, Hermione is the one that has to get rid of it. Just so they all do one. I feel like um, Harry is trying to use some, like, look, I did these lessons with Dumbledore about like old magic and shit. And I think this is one of those things. And I do think like, I, I can buy that. Like I can buy this. Like I couldn't, couldn't Snape have put it in a high tree? I mean, damn. The Harry. Lake thing is n- utter nonsense, but I just. It's like, not necessary. Harry almost died. <laughs> do you think Snape is somewhere like around the corner? Yeah, he's in those trees. No, but like still, do you think he like waited to see if Harry, like if Harry was going to die and Ron wasn't there, do you think Snape would have been like, God damn it, Harry? I think he would have had to save him. (laughs) I would have loved to see that happen. I'm almost wondering if he knew that Ron was there. I think he must know Ron's there. I think he must have followed... Yes, I think he, first of all, I think he must know Ron's there. Because let's be clear, Ron's not being subtle, probably. Like, wandering no. through this forest. No. No. Aimless. Oh, you mean how he was like, and I just started yelling your name in the woods. Harry, Hermione, these people again on the run. And Ron knows about the Snatchers. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Like, I do genuinely think, like, let's say he almost doesn't die, but, like, Harry jumps into the lake, grabs the sword, and is that, like, oh, my God, that's so brave of you to, like, get hypothermia? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) I think it's, like, it's brave of you to jump in the water. Like, I do think it's brave. I also think it's just straight up stupid. Like, I don't, I think, I I get so annoyed. Why? Why in the freezing cold water while it's snowing outside with your clothes? Just bad, 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 bad moves. And then 
Um, and then Ron jumps in after him and saves him. Although if we're talking about their like romantic life, their bro TP, we've come full circle. Okay. Harry saves Ron with a treasure and Ron saves Harry in the water. Oh, with full the circle. Circle. Yeah. That's so true. Their little friend, their little friendship is so cute in this. You'll surely miss an hour gone. (laughs) Three seconds of life gone (laughs) as Harry almost dies from hypothermia. You would think at the point about like getting into the water, like maybe I should check it on Hermione. Maybe there should be two of us here. Maybe this is a big deal. It seems like a big deal. Certainly you would go get Hermione. Hermione would be like, are you freaking crazy? You want to follow another thing? All right, let's get under the invisibility cloak. Let's come up with a plan. Let's whip up a bomb potion that we could throw on someone so we each have a level of defense, something. But yay, Ron. I'm so happy Ron's back. Uh, Okay, but wait, sorry. My what my also this chapter starts being funny when Harry looks down at the water and just goes sigh. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, nah, man. (laughs) Why today? Yeah, exactly. Oh, but yes. Um, So here is where I need to come clean. I know I was really hard on Ron earlier and I was like, it's going to take a while for me to forgive him. And he literally came back in for one second and I melted completely. Like I was so, so happy. Um, um, I think she shows us those two depressing like chapters or three, whatever, however long it was full of Harry and Hermione just being so sad. And and so you like completely miss the energy of Ron. Like as soon as Ron comes in, he's he's telling jokes. He's like, Harry, you idiot. Like he's back in full Ron energy. And I am here for it. I was like, I've missed you so much. It's like a breath of fresh air, Ron. Literally. Yes. Fresh air after that drowning. It's such a gift, his energy. And then I say, I could cry. I feel so much joy and I'm so proud of him. And then I started singing while writing my notes. What were you singing? Proud of your boy. I'm so proud of my boy. Oh my gosh, how sweet. I was, I was like, so jolly again. Let me preface by saying I was on a little bit of a loopy melatonin moment, but, but um, I actually need to admit to you and the and the listeners. Um, yes, I was today years old when I realized that I'm <laughs> nervous that the doe and the stag are like. Like deer, like they they go together, and it's like, <laughs> like are you kidding me? I'm like, Molly. 
oh my gosh um, I am crying right now um yeah I, I don't Molly, that is unacceptable <laughs> if we thought about <laughs> she is actually crying right now guys she is in full tears I cannot believe Molly they're both dear they're so clearly both dear I don't know what to do with this information there's nothing to do here but um <laughs> <laughs> Like how sweet, like James and Lily. (laughs) (laughs) Because so much attention in the books is also drawn to it. (laughs) No one like says it. (laughs) I think you're just supposed to understand it. Yeah. Here I am with like all my fan theories, but I don't even get like, <laughs> like why? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna bring up a friend's reference. It's like when Phoebe is like, yeah, and then we went to Central Park and then we had coffee at Central Park. Oh my God, I just got it. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I couldn't even finish that note. All I wrote was, I was today old when I realized. And I was like, oh, right. That is amazing. I'm so happy that you know this now. I mean, I probably knew it like deep down somewhere, but I never thought about it. Not one time. Uh, 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 I don't know why that like took emotion. (laughs) Like that was so emotional. Like I was laughing they were like laughing tears, but still. Oh my, it was because it was hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. I don't know where we go from here, but <laughs> um Harry's instincts here. Good? Like, what are we? He keeps being like, you have to be the one to destroy the horcrux. And- <laughs> It's been parcel tongue all along. Like, right. Like the, these, I I just. I mean, I guess he did just have like a near death experience. Like maybe he got some like clarity in that moment. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was just like, oh my God, the dough and the stuff. You know, Ron's there. It's giving him confidence. It has to be parcel tongue. He got, he got his, he got his, uh. He got his wheezy back and now he understands it all. You're wheezy. You're wheezy. That should have been a rename. Something with that. Um, Go and get your wheezy. You wheezy. Um, I honestly think this is the most vulnerable Ron is in the entire book. I was like, this is real. He's like, he's not joking. He is laying it all out there. He's like, I am not okay with that thing. Like, I was not okay. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I had it. It affected me strongly, and I didn't like it. And I, I regret my decisions. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but that thing is not good for me. And I was like, you know what, Ron? Good for you. And I'm setting your- boundaries. He is setting a boundary. And Harry said, No. <laughs> Harry said, Fuck your boundaries. <laughs> 
Harry's like, I know the perfect thing for you. It's called immersion therapy, where you hear all of your greatest fears yelled at you by my weird um, Slytherin-y self. <laughs> that was, it's rough. It's rough watching Ron go through that. But I do think what Ron is saying is like really valid. That like, No, yeah. He was like really affected by the Horcrux. Yes. Communicate it because he had to keep wearing it. <laughs> right. I um I would just like to throw out here. I, I appreciate that the Horcrux did an unbiased opinion about Ron's potential future in this quote. <laughs> All that you want is possible. And all that you want is also not possible. It's, it's not the exact quote, but it's something like that. And I was like, I love that this Horcrux is like, hmm, it couldn't happen, but you know, it might. <laughs> it's all you desire is yeah. possible and all you dread is also possible. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for thank you for adding that glass house full in Horcrux. I also think it's odd that the Horcrux Hermione chooses the word presumption to echo. <laughs> presumption. <laughs> like, your stupidity, your cowardice, your, your presumption, <laughs> presumption. I did feel that too. I was like, that is a weird word. Like, why are we echoing the word presumption? Like, what was he even presuming? That Harry and Hermione were in love. Or that he could come back, I guess. Right. I don't know. It was a weird one to echo. But yeah, my notes got a little sad. I was just like, yikes, not ready for these truth bombs. This whole part, especially the Ron or the Harry and Hermione part, like felt like a fever dream. Like I actually felt like I forgot about it. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, they made this up, I think. <laughs> I like forgot that it was in the no, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> Like, I think my mom even was like, what is this? Like, what's happening? Why is Hermione naked? Yeah, she's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. And then there was, do you remember all of the weird press that was around that? Oh, God. When Daniel Radcliffe was like, yeah, she came at me like an animal. And then he had to backtrack because everybody was talking to Emma Watson about it. And Daniel Radcliffe was like, I wish people would stop bringing that up. I, I like said it as a joke. And now like Hermione's going to like Emma Watson's going to kill me. Because also it was probably that like she was doing her job and he was too afraid. <laughs> well, they have the best, they have the best chemistry. Um, I out of when it came time to do that scene, I feel like he was like embarrassed and she was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a feeling they've hooked up before. I know, but it's still different. Like being on. Yeah. But I think. But I think they're, like, the only ones. Like, I don't think, you know, like, of the three of them that have hooked up with each other. So I don't think, or, like, I don't think it was as weird. 
I don't even mean that. I just think that Emma Watson was like. Yeah, I'm just saying like they they talk about how it was weird when Emma and Rupert had to kiss. And obviously they don't talk about this, but obviously it's weird when him and Bonnie had to kiss because they have zero chemistry. They have negative chemistry. But um, they they had good chemistry, which makes me think, I don't know. I don't know. I would I would love to have been a little fly on the wall in the fifth book, in the fifth movie recordings. Oh, I thought you meant like during that scene. I was like, I would not want to. Be. Oh no, they I they were also talking about how they had to kick Rupert out of the room because he was laughing. Yeah, and I think vice versa. I don't or Harry wouldn't have been there for the filming of the of the. Isn't he like when the book he's like standing? <laughs> I can't talk about it. I'm I know they had to do it like that in the book but it's so annoying to me that he's there because he also is the worst about it he's like guys can you stop kissing there's a war I want to I'm gonna let you finish but <laughs> that's what Harry says at their first kiss okay um can you imagine being Harry watching this he's like stab it stab it he's like could you could he's like could you please stab this right now i don't know what would have happened i guess it would have like almost materialized like the riddle like if it stayed open long enough like that yeah i think it could have just like said the more like like possessed Ron yeah also this is where I got the idea that like every time he makes a horcrux like part of his like body changes because like you see the eyes and I'm like oh that must have been like when his eyes change like Baltimore oh that's that's a good theory I think I talked about that once before but that's where I got that idea from um Ron crying like it breaks me like after he destroys it him like get going into fetal position and like crying my boy my baby um Harry's um asking or noting the same things that we are like what's Ron's purpose in this chapter and he's like it wasn't until he's back that I realized that we missed him kind of like what you were just saying Yes. Um, yes, Rod being like, uh, or Harry being like, um, yeah, we weren't happy while you were gone. She cried for a week and he put his hand on Ron's shoulder. It's just very sweet. Harry's a sweet boy. Um, there's, he really did a lot. He, he did like a Hermione. He really said the things he needed to say. Yeah. I think like, they have a hug. They hug. Sorry. They're healthy friendship. I think Ron's return is like a real redemption. It's like the best case scenario, like to how to, how to return from fucking up. Like, (laughs) 
Um, oh, for sure. He saves yeah. Harry. He gets the sword, and he has an extra wand. When I, I think it's so funny later. Yeah. When Hermione finds out about the extra wand, it's like the last straw. She's like so mad that he gets to come back, and he's done. He's been so useful. Yeah, and he like has a genuine apology with like feelings and stuff. And and then and yeah, after like. He walks the walk, like he does a concerted effort, like Yeah. Good job, Ron. Yeah. He also again and he comes in like he comes in tail between his re- legs, ready to like accept that he 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 messed up. Like he's he's saying, like, I know the war crux does affect me, but I also take he was um, like you know that I was also feeling responsibility. Those- yeah. Yeah, um, and and I like that Harry notes that he like stands up for himself at the same time. Like he doesn't just like try and well one like try and leave again or like like he stands up to Hermione like in a way that's like no I I do care like yeah. Uh, but just before we get to that, there is evidence against Harmony here. Um, mm-hmm. Like she's like my sister. It's not like that. He was like, I never think about her like, like that. Even though the author just wrote some fan. I'm sorry. Um, Harry, Harry never says that he would never think of Draco that way. That's all I'm saying. That's true. He never says I think of him like my sister. <laughs> That's true. I do, however, love Hermione's reaction about Ron returning. It is Weasley energy here. (laughs) Yes, it's for sure a scorned lover's response. The full punch. Where's my wand, Harry? Where's my wand? I will not calm down. (laughs) When she goes full shrill, I'm like, yes, Hermione live it up um like as a reader I'm with Harry but if I were like in it I would be Hermione like no doubt in my mind oh well well, right it it depends on who I am if I'm the best friend I behave and react just like Harry if I am Hermione I react just like Hermione yeah where it's like basically I'm the girlfriend I'm the girlfriend. I react like Hermione. I'm just glad she's getting it out. Like she needs oh, it. she needs it. She's so happy. Well, that's what I mean, that's what it all is, right? Is that she loves him so much. Like this is the kind of like ridiculous anger that you work yourself into when you are just so in love or you just love someone so much and you're so relieved that they're safe but you're so pissed that (laughs) they put themselves in that situation also she's been like holding in everything like right that's happened she's just been holding in and she like needs this outlet like it's also just for the reader so funny It makes me really sad, though, when Ron is, like, 
as soon as I left, I immediately wanted to come back and like, yeah. and that like their resentment just kept building towards him because they're like, fuck him. He left. It's like, yes, he did leave. Like nothing will take away that. But like, he wanted to immediately come back and like, couldn't get to them basically. And that makes yeah. me really sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's better. He needs consequences for his actions. Yeah. But I just mean for like them. Yeah. So much more hurtful that he like mm-hmm. doesn't come back. Right. But he tries, yeah. But they don't know that, obviously. Right. Um, he I will say, like, in his standing up for himself, like he does have a no tact moment because it is Ron. And he's like, You don't know how hard it was for me. And I was like, No, not the time, but like, well, Hermione claps back real quick. She's like, gosh, what a gripping story. <laughs> Oh, you lost a finger. She's like, oh, we almost died and faced Voldemort himself. But, oh, Harry, can you imagine losing two fingernails? Wow. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. This Hermione is everything to me. I'm living. And then we get to the ball of light, little ball of light. This part is, like, cute and sweet, and I guess even romantic, but, like, so weird. Like, it is, it's is odd. option for how to utilize this illuminator? It's a lot, I would say. Everything else in this series is pretty, like, down-to-earth, I guess, or, like, mm-hmm. based in realism. This is not one of those things. This doesn't even feel like real magic. Like... <laughs> I think it's it's weird. I think it's like a stretch that it is the deluminator. I think I would believe that I would believe the magic of Hermione's like sorrow and missing Ron calls out to Ron. Like I would believe that because there's so much magic about love in this series. Yeah, but that it, I think it's a stretch that it has to do with the Deluminator. And I get that she wanted to make a connection to something that we've already seen Dumbledore use and something and stuff like that. And she wanted each of them to have a gift from Dumbledore. I just think like it would make more sense that if like the magic like came, like he could sense her. And it, it, like, his magic almost reacted of its own accord the same way, like, Harry's does. Or, and it, like, brought him to them. And, like, I guess they wanted Dumbledore to, like, guess that what would happen. Uh, I still think that's embarrassing for Ron. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I agree. I think that if they wanted to use the Deluminator, maybe they could have used it as, like, some sort of magic port key. Like, right. that but not this like ball of light, this little ball of light. Or yeah, and it, it went inside me. First of all, JK, come on. This, this was like, I just don't know what to do. So I'm just going to like write this shit. It went inside me. How did it enter JK? In the chest? <laughs> um, but it, it, it ultimately is very sweet. Yes, no, I think it's sweet. I love I love that they have this big romantic moment. 
and Hermione's like so dumbfounded she's like I'm not even that mad like I know she's so mad that she can't be mad anymore and she's like uh this sucks I was planning to stew for like weeks yeah like a couple days at least I love that the in the movie uh they uh have uh Harry make fun of Ron for it I think it's really cute he's like he's like uh, later when they're talking like Ron's like "Uh, how long do you reckon she'll be mad at me and Harry's like just keep talking about that little ball of light in your chest and I think you'll be fine and I'm like ah it's so cute if we're keeping track of Ron's contributions he does have a lot in this chapter um I would say so. Number one was bringing that wand. That was clutch. Clutch. We needed it. Um, I'm just so happy they're all back together. And I think we saw that Ron's contribution is morale. Yeah. Except he wasn't doing a good job of that before. Right. So... Now he's back on the grind. Yeah. And they don't have to keep wearing a horcrux. Yeah. I think it's Most- also really helpful. <laughs> um, I don't think I had any more notes. Neither do I. Well, you already said your points. I didn't do it as many, but one 182. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good amount of play. I still think it was like a buck wild chapter. And I was like, what is happening? I th- I just loved it. I just loved every minute. I had a good time. Maybe it's like easing us into, because like next chapter, Xenophilius love good. So it's like, we got to get kooky. We're, we're already kooked. Um, my champ is Ron. Yeah. I gave my champ and my rat to Ron. I think I already gave Ron my rat for what he did. And so I gave my rat to the Horcrux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> my tattoo would be the sword or at least the hilt. Yeah, yeah. The sword would be cool. Um, I said the dough. Oh, I actually... Oh, that's pretty. I actually kind of like I have this idea for a tattoo, which I probably won't do. But um, if I were going to get another Harry Potter tattoo, I would want to do the Marauders around the Whomping Willow, but like in animal form. And instead of Peter, I would have like Lily's doe. That's cute. I think you've told me that. Uh, Oh, yeah, maybe. Probably not the, the listeners. Um, I mean, and like a stag and a doe, it's like it represents James and Lily. Remember that, everyone? Yeah. So, so tune in next week with chapter 20, Xenophilius. What are going on with your, with your, your glasses? Wow, wow. Um, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.